Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of No Head, where we learn to live in the present moment and navigate life together. This podcast is available in all the podcast apps. If you haven't subscribed, please do so so you get an alert every time I post a new episode. Please rate me as well. It helps others discover the podcast. How are you doing, breathers? Yeah? That's my name for all of you who are taking time to breathe and be in the present moment. I hope you've had a good week. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Dorothy Ooko. And when I'm not doing my day job in communications, I facilitate a mindfulness course at Google called Search Inside Yourself. Today's quote is from J. Carla Nodcutt. The goal of many leaders is to get people to think more highly of the leader. The goal of a great leader is to help people to think more highly of themselves. This quote is exemplified by my guest today, Priscilla Mohio, General Manager of Glovo Kenya. Prior to this, she was Head of Marketing for Glovo Africa, and before that, Head of Marketing at Sendy and OLX. Priscilla is also a blogger, and her blog, Confessions of a Career Woman, is about living an authentic and vulnerable life. She's a mentor to a number of startups, and a mother of three. Welcome, Priscilla. Welcome to New Head. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. Thank you so much for making time for me. Mm -hmm. This is the practice of New Head. Mm -hmm. We take a moment Mm -hmm. to fully arrive. What we do is just we breathe because you've been all over the place driving to my place. Yes, yes. So let's take a moment to breathe in and bring ourselves to this present moment. Okay. Yes, our guiders, what we do is we breathe in to a count of five. We will hold to a count of two and then we will release the breath through the mouth to a count of five. Okay. And we will do that three times. Okay. Awesome. Yeah? I like all that. Right. I really like that. Great. Okay. Let's start. So we let's breathe in. Mm-hmm. Hold, breathe out slowly through the mouth, breathe in, hold, breathe out slowly through the mouth, breathe in, hold, Breathe out slowly through the mouth. And now let your breathing return to its normal rhythm. Just breathing in and out. Not holding anything. Just feeling your breath. Nice. And yeah, bring your presence back to the room. Thank you. It worked very well for me. Refreshed already. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah. That's something I do in between my meetings, mm. just to be able to be present. Be present. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I'll Welcome. definitely steal that idea. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. So, as I was saying, mm-hmm. um, we met mm-hmm. at an event, mm-hmm. 
And I remember you, you know, I've been in, you walked in, mm -hmm. you're just like this lady full of life, a ball of light and life. Oh. And then, yeah, and then we were talking about something and I just saw how you're sharing and I was like, very authentic. It, I was like, I want you for my podcast. You have to come to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like I even told you during the, when we met, uh, yeah. I always look for platforms to tell my story because I believe that if I come out and talk about my story, somebody somewhere will be inspired. You know, and then also sharing my life lessons. You know, mm -hmm. people don't have to go through what I went through. At least if they can derive any lessons from my experiences, I'll be more than happy. But I, I already went online, which is what I do. I'm like researching about my guest. Good. And I also saw how you're so willing to be vulnerable mm -hmm. and authentic. And Thank I'm you. so glad we're having this, yes. this moment mm -hmm. and we have really had a great chat as well. Yes, yes. So the question I start with normally mm -hmm. for any guest mm -hmm. is, how was 2020 for you? Uh, actually... What were the lessons you learned? 2020 was pretty interesting. It mm -hmm. had, I had obviously high and low moments. Mm -hmm. And for me, what I've learned, um, first of all, I became a general manager. Yes, in I, was going to, I was going to, we have, that was going to be my second question yes, because yes. it was like in the midst of the pandemic, mm -hmm. you were promoted to be the GM mm -hmm. for Glovo. Yes. So people are reeling in this pandemic, mm -hmm. in these uncertain times. Mm -hmm. And Priscilla gets promoted to be GM. <laughs> exactly. Talk to us about all that. So yeah, I definitely, that was a high moment for me because mm -hmm. first of all, uh, before I was the head of marketing for Africa, for mm -hmm. Global, and uh, like you know, I'm a, I'm a mother and uh, the whole traveling uh, was not was not working out for me. So mm -hmm. I've always been looking for opportunities to, you know, a role that would enable me to settle down more, mm -hmm. maybe travel less, but settle down more. And the general manager for Kenya at that time, we wanted to go back to Barcelona and the opportunity was presented to me and I definitely took it with both hands. So yeah, I was very excited to be promoted mm -hmm. at that time. And at the same time, it was an interesting moment to get the role because uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic. pandemic. Mm -hmm. Things are changing. I remember initially we used to do quarterly plans, but now we ended up doing monthly plans because we don't know what the government will say the next month right. that will impact our business. And for us, it's very important to really plan uh, to the nth detail because all the costs incurred are, at, are based on volume. So it's important for us mm. to be able to try and predict as close as possible so right. that we are able to manage our costs. So yeah, it was a very interesting time to join as a GM. But the thing about it is also, I, I, the role was presented to me in February. So I was given a chance uh, to you know, shadow the, the GM then in meetings and also shadow him in whatever he was doing right. so that I can even decide whether I want to do it or not. Right. So yeah, I was exposed to the GM, general manager role uh, for a while before finally it was made official. Right. Which was the second half of the year. Yes, the second half. So when the pandemic happened... I'm glad you said yes. <laughs> because women tend to say no. Like, yes. I don't think I'm qualified. Yes, and we can even talk about that more because I had right, that we moment. Will. Okay, we will <laughs> I, talk about I did it. That. I, I actually asked to think about it yet. Mm. It, I had asked for it. You remember? I right. asked for a role that, that would enable me to settle. Yes. But, but when I was, it was presented to me, I had a doubting, I had I had a self-doubt moment. Mm. Where I was like, oh my God, mm. will I be able to do it? Right. What, what would happen if I became the general manager? Would people respect me as a general manager? Mm. Mm. All these things were going through my head. Will I be able to do a good job? So I asked for actually for a weekend to sleep on it. <laughs> so I remember my boss called me on a Friday and then he told me about it. And then I told him, can I come back to you? It was too much to take in at, this, at all right. at once. Something you have been praying for. Imagine. Yes. yes. Uh, it's, okay. it's presented to me and here I am doubting right. whether I can do it. 
and I think also something uh, that my past has something to do with it because mm. I believe sometimes I have what we call uh, I had what we call self um, imposter syndrome. Where I, whenever, for example, I'm in a meeting and I have mm. an amazing idea, I'll find myself wondering whether I should share that idea, mm. whether I look stupid, mm. whether I deserve to be even in this room talking to people about my ideas, you know? Right. So I, 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 because of what I've gone through in my life, in my past life, my personal life actually, mm. I, I have that, sometimes I tend to have that imposter syndrome. And the good thing about this is that if you're aware about it, you're able to fight it. As much as I asked for two days to think about it, I was mm-hmm. aware that I'm doubting myself. Yes, mm-hmm. I know I can do it, right. but I had that moment of self-doubt. But then given the fact that I was aware, I was able to say, give me two days, I'll come back to you. We'll talk about self-awareness yes, as self- well. Self-awareness is critical right. because all human beings, no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. I know we see, we see, you'll probably see me on an interview on TV and you mm-hmm. think, oh my gosh, she's so perfect. Mm-hmm. No one is perfect. Yeah. And no one has a perfect life. Yes. And the minute you acknowledge your weakness, it mm. becomes a, a strength. The minute mm. you're aware that you have this issue and you come up with a way of tackling it, mm. that's a strength already. Mm. So turning your how the only way you can turn your weaknesses into strength is by being aware and now mm. coming up with a plan to deal right. with it. So yeah, um, 2020 was interesting. I became a general manager. Before I was head of marketing, so the people who were in the, the management team mm-hmm. saw me as an informal leader. So I was, because I was not their bo- direct boss, although I was at a higher level, I was not right. their direct boss. So we, they saw me as an informal leader. So mm-hmm. we, we find, for example, we'll go out, have a drink, you know, mm-hmm. they were very casual about mm-hmm. it. But now I'm going to become their manager, right. direct manager. So I, I remember thinking, oh my God, if... If, what if they don't respect me? Right, because they've seen you as they've one of us. As, yeah, they've seen me as one of them for a while. Mm. But the biggest lesson I've learned is that I don't have to change. Mm. They don't have to see me otherwise, mm. you know. Mm. As long as I'm very clear in terms of the, 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 the goals they need to achieve. I'm very clear and right. authentic and transparent about mm. how I communicate. Actually, we still laugh, we still go out, we still right. do things. Of course, there are limits now, mm. a bit of limits, because, mm. of course, don't, you don't want... We still have those engagements. Mm. So I realize the importance of being authentic as a leader. Very you don't critical. have to mm. you don't have to change to become a leader. Mm. You don't have to be bossy, bitchy. Sorry for using yes. this one. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to become Which is what some people think. Yeah. Right. Leadership is about being authentic. Mm. And then I'm a big advocate for mm. servant leadership as mm. well. So I believe that my team members mm. don't serve me. Mm. I serve them. Right. How do I serve them? I have to understand what are their career goals? What do they mm. want to end up being in five, th- three years or even ten years from now? Mm. And what can I do today to help them get there faster or become better at what they're doing so that they can get there right. faster? So what I will find, I, my tactic is always to have conversations with my team. Mm. So I ask them, because uh, things keep changing, of course. Mm. So I constantly ask them, what do you, where do you see yourself two years from now? Mm. Within global, outside global, what, can, what skills do you need to acquire now mm. so that you become a better person mm. then? Yeah. I am a big believer of that. If, if you can ask all my team members, I have those conversations with them. If you have a side business you want to do or you're mm. doing, how can I help you? You know, as you know, all Kenyans have side hustles. Yeah. But so if there's anything I can do to help you, I do it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just about being there for your team, supporting them, making sure you bring out the best version of them. How so. do you? Uh, I'm curious, and we'll come back to to the lessons. Yes. You give me three lessons you learned yes. about COVID. Yes. Servant leadership is something I find really hard in the Kenyan context yes. and maybe in the African context because 
we have this, um, the, the leader is the boss, the leader knows it, and we almost have this whip mentality where people have to be, you know, subservient to you. Uh, it's always orders, mm -hmm. you know, do this, do mm -hmm. that. And I'm always like, just because you're a boss doesn't mean you have to, to, to be bossy and, <laughs> you know, that you could still be a human being and, and, and also learn because being a boss doesn't mean you know it all. Mm -hmm. How do we create that in, in, a very, in a culture mindset that's different? Because it's all sort of historical. How do we create that leadership where you don't have to be bossy? You can be a leader without being bossy and being horrible. I think it starts from acknowledging that it's better to be, not not to be bossy or bitchy. And okay. I'll tell you why I changed my mindset. is mm. because I used to be forced, rather I used to be encouraged to be tough on my team mm. in, in my previous career. I was, mm. I was told I'm too soft, I'm too nice, I'm mm. too this, I'm too that. And I ended up becoming this bossy because I thought... That's the kind of lead that people, the society needs, you know. They Apparently, need to see, yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. But I also realized that I was losing myself, mm -hmm. and I also realized at the same time that I'm not being, I'm not having genuine concern for the team. And I'll, I'll give you a story where it was a turning moment for mm -hmm. me. One of my team members was not performing, and uh, I was, I was wondering why, you know, I mm -hmm. was in the process of putting them on a PAP. But something told me, mm -hmm. um, take them for lunch. Mm -hmm. Just understand what's Can going on. Can you explain on. to people who oh. don't know what PAP oh, is? Oh, sorry. Performance <laughs> Improvement Plan. Yes. Yeah, so this is where you now come up with a plan mm -hmm. to improve the performance. And if it doesn't work out, unfortunately, mm -hmm. you'll let go. Right. If it works out, then you you continue with your job. Something told me I need to have a conversation with this person. So mm. I had a conversation with them. We, uh, we had lunch and uh, I was trying to now, I actually got an opportunity to share my, a bit of my story. Mm. And then they, because they, I opened up, they also, were also able to open up. And um, it was a lady, mm -hmm. uh, she was going through a, a, a physical abuse right. her, in our relationship. Oh. And uh, I did not know. And I always assume this because she doesn't want to work. You know, you mm. make all these assumptions. Right. But had I, had I been more, you know, showing more genuine concern for the, for her, she right. would have probably been being present. Exactly, right. exactly. So that was a turning moment for me because I was in the, I was almost firing this person. I was almost mm. giving up on this person. But mm. it's not because they are not a good performer. I was just going through shit in their lives. Right. And by sharing my story and by sharing uh, what I've gone through as well, mm. she was able to talk to me more and I was able to give her advice. And from there, henceforth, her performance really, really improved. I'm sure she's so grateful yes, that you, that you know, that you are human. Yes. So what I get from you is that it's important to change the mindset. It's a mindset. But it's a mindset. It's an expectation, unfortunately. Right. You expect it to be this way. But right. I, I don't think we need to fit in into a particular... Just be yourself, just as you're be saying. Yourself. Be yourself. Just be yourself. If you're a caring person, care. care. You don't have to fit in a box. There's no box to fit in. A leader has to be bossy. Mm -hmm. Don't have time for other people. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that. And then also what I've found, uh, I used to be an advertising agency. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a different kind of clients. Mm -hmm. I had clients who were bossy. And yeah. I had a client, some clients where we had an amazing relationship. Mm -hmm. And I found myself bending backwards. 
for this person that we have an amazing relationship. Mm. This person won't do anything. Mm. Uh, rather, I would do anything for them. Right. Yeah, so I found that me, I was more motivated when I was working with this particular person. Mm. And I think it still applies to uh, you know a leader in an organization. Right. If you want to inspire people, if you want to motivate people, mm. show them that you care. Be transparent, right. be it's authentic. About care, right. Yeah, and then you'll also find bad people, unfortunately, who will take advantage of your caring nature mm -hmm. when you discover them let them go so you, you don't have to make I like the, that yeah if you, yeah. you don't have to make the good people pay for the bad person's uh, mm. you know mistakes if you find someone who's bad it doesn't mean you have to change yourself let the person go then now con continue being you basically yeah. if you find anyone who's taking advantage of your personality or who you are mm. let them go so like that has that. really worked for me mm. and um it's important to also try have you let people go yes Pain and painfully. Yes, and uh, before I did that, I mm. honestly, honestly have a clear conscience and say I've given them a chance. Okay. You know, you've, you've tried, you give them feedback, consistent mm. feedback. You have to at least make sure that uh, you've given them the, like you set them up for success before right. you, you make okay. a decision. Okay. And then also, what I've also, we, we're also learning at Global is that poor performance sometimes make mm. the top performers leave mm. because they feel like, oh my God, well, well, I'm here pulling all my weight and this this person who's doing nothing. Right. Yeah, and they, we, we are tolerating that. So mm. I, do I want to be part of this organization? Mm. So it's also important to make sure you only have top performers. Right. And if you have a low performer who's not improving over time, then unfortunately, you have to let them, you have to yeah, let them go. then do it with humility mm. at the same time. Do it mm. with empathy. Mm. Don't just wake up one day and decide. Just have a conversation with them. Mm. Give them a chance to improve. If they mm. don't improve, then have a mutual agreement where mm. you agree on a severance package and you let them go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. And so back to the three lessons. Yes. So you're promoted in July. Mm -hmm. We were in lockdown mm -hmm. from end of March, so to speak, mm -hmm. and the whole world was in lockdown. Yes. What are the things you you, you learned? Um. As a leader, I learned the importance of empathy mm -hmm. more than ever. It's okay. super important to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. uh, like especially during that time, mm -hmm. because um, at, at Glovo we normally do uh, surveys, the employee surveys, where mm -hmm. we check whether people are happy or not. And the ratings during the pandemic was really bad. And, and this is oh yeah, on the happy and you I, get you get I the get results. feedback. I okay. get the results, and I see. I also see the comments. It was bad because. Uh, that lack of interaction, we underestimate that lack of interaction, right. uh, the importance of that. At the end of the day, we are human beings and we are social. Right. So being locked in your room, working 24-7 is actually stressful. And uh, people actually said that, that it's now impossible to do work-life balance because uh, you're working 24-7. You wake up in the morning, you go to your laptop. Mm. It's 11 p.m. You're still on the laptop, you yeah. know. So it, people were ended up working even harder right. during the pandemic right. because of being, you know, um, in, at home alone. Mm. Although the productivity improved, the uh, what I call the well-being it, it, well -being had a, 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 there was a problem. Mm. So the good thing about Glovo is that we, when we get such feedback, we come up with plans to improve. So for example, in my management team, uh, we there, we are seven of us in the management team. Mm. I started organizing um, monthly catch-ups where we do it physically, mm. whether it's um, in a in a restaurant or in a in a you know even once I invited them to my house. Of course, observing the protocols, masks, right. sanitizing, etc. Mm. With less. Uh, distancing, social distancing, etc. Mm. So uh, we, I started seeing the mood improving. So just having mm -hmm. that physical interaction with people, uh, mm. with the team, 
And I encourage now the team, the, the management team to do the same with their team members, just right. to make sure that at least once a month we catch up. We, we can always do this safely. We can always have this meeting safely, uh, where we, you know, we have social distance right. and uh, masks and sanitizers, etc. And that really improved the mood. The, the mood. And then at a company level, group level, what we did, we got an on, an online therapist platform right. where you can go in and just get someone to talk to. It's called iFeel. Mm -hmm. So it was launched uh, globally. So you, you just, uh, as long as you're a global employee, you go in there and, you know, just describe what you're feeling or what you want to, to talk about. And then mm -hmm. based on that, you're matched with someone who you can, you know, share with. You know, mm -hmm. and that really also helps in terms of, especially when you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling stressed and you don't know what to do. It helps talking to someone about it. So if you're not able to talk to your colleagues or myself, then you have a platform where you can talk to someone about what you're going through. And then also something else I, I try to do is intentionally or proactively uh, checking with the team. So mm -hmm. I'll give you a call, a social call. Mm -hmm. Like, hi, how are you? How are things? And these don't have to be your direct reports. Yes, yeah, no. everyone. It's everyone. How big is your team? Uh, in the office, the yeah. internal team is 30 people, right. but we have outsourced teams. Customer exactly. care is right. outsourced. So I would say total is 100, but 30 are internal. Okay. So I would, I, would, I would intentionally actually plug it in my calendar to make calls. Just mm -hmm. call people, find out how they're doing. Are you, is everything okay? Is your family okay? Do you need anything from mm -hmm. me? It doesn't have to be work-related. If there's anything I can do to help, yeah, it actually helps to do that because people need to feel like someone cares about them. As much as we are locked in our homes trying mm. to do stuff or rather mm. to work, uh, people need to feel like uh, there's that human co um, connection with people. Yeah. So well, that's what we try to do and yeah. actually it worked well. So the next survey, it was much better. Oh, fantastic. Actually. I'm wondering, because you've talked about Glovo does depend on the services of riders who are really mm -hmm. not part mm -hmm. fall under your direct supervision mm -hmm. how do you take how do you take care of your riders i mean we see the riders we order food and we were, we we're going to talk about this yes. because i was telling you how we suddenly we all realized we could order food and Get if anything i thought that you guys were you know everyone was ordering so you were doing well whereas most businesses weren't doing but how do you take care of your riders i think that they can be a most overlooked part because they come to our houses they come they go pick the foods from the restaurants. Yeah, yeah. They deliver them. Mm -hmm. We don't have much interaction. You know, I always say leave my things at the door. Mm -hmm. But how do you take care of them? And how can we, as as the other customers, mm -hmm. be more present in how we deal with them? You know, sometimes yeah. we, we, you know, yes, you yes. know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. I do, I do. But help us, yes. Okay. So first of all, uh, all the riders that we onboard go through a training process. So we train them on how to handle customers, we train them on how to use the app, mm -hmm. we train them on their safety measures. Uh, we provide them with the, uh, the PPEs that mm -hmm. they need. So once we provide them with the PPEs, of course, we need the customer to help us in terms of letting us know if the, the riders are actually observing the measures. So on the app, when you're rating mm -hmm. the rider and the, uh, the restaurant, so you, if you, you like the food, you say, thumbs up for mm. the for the food and then if the rider has an issue you say thumbs down then mm. when you say thumbs down you tell us why right. so these are these are select you can select uh, not observing the mm. safety measures so once we get all that info there's a team that's responsible for retraining them mm. and then if it becomes persistent because you have a percentage in terms of um the way you can get as a rider if mm. it becomes too much then now we disable you from the application unfortunately yeah but we try as much as possible to give you a chance to improve before we do that mm. however we rely on the customer to let us know whenever there's an issue but we 
we try as much as possible to provide them with all the equipment they need. So actually, at the beginning, if you remember, masks were not mandatory. Right. So it was a bit difficult, but now that masks are mandatory, now it, it forces them as well to make sure they have the right. Then, of course, you know, uh, we've turned off signing on the app before mm -hmm. you had to sign mm -hmm. to acknowledge that you've received the goods. We've turned mm -hmm. that off. So uh, also in terms of um, taking care of the riders, we have a team uh, called the Glover Experience. Mm. And one of their KPIs is checking the earnings per hour for the riders. So you'll find the minute I make changes on the pay, pay or structure to try and optimize my costs, uh, there's a team responsible for making sure that I have the rider in mind when I'm doing that. So mm. we, we cannot just wake up one day and decide we are going to pay riders X amount, no. The earnings per hour is super critical. Okay. So we have to make sure at least the worst case scenario is the minimum wage for Kenya. Mm. So that's a benchmark that we mm. use. And then we also use, and then uh, we try and see how can we compensate. Eh? So now we've, we launched tipping. Mm. You can now tip the right. career on the right. ad. Also, we have the same Glover Experience team. Glovers are our riders. On the right. Yeah, we call them Glovers. Mm. The same Glover Experience team come up with programs to ensure the experience on the app with the riders is amazing. So, for mm. example, uh, our riders uh, normally book slots. Mm. So for them to work with Glover, they have to say, I want to work from X, y, X hours right. to Y. So sometimes if you're late, you'll find that the slots are already filled because we try as much as possible mm -hmm. to match demand and supply. We don't want a situation where we have many couriers mm -hmm. who don't have work to do. Mm -hmm. So we know, for example, Easter period, it. uh, it's normally a busy time. Yes. So in one hour, we'll get 1,000 orders. True. So we try and open up right. slots for 1,000. So Easter, so now it's easy it, to it's, order. It's easy to order. So right. um, what we do, we try and match demand and supply because mm -hmm. the same team also looks at what we call efficiency the number mm. of orders they do in an hour. So mm. if there are so many riders and the orders are not as many, right. so we'll have a lot of riders who book slots, but they're not working. Wow. So we, we try and aim to have at least 80% of the couriers working within mm. each hour. So for us to be able to do that, we have to open up the slots. So you'll find that Glover Experience team is uh, trying to make sure that the riders know how to book slots, you know, try to educate them right. on how to use the application. Very critical. Yes, because some of them, if you don't book a slot, you don't get to work, you don't get orders. Mm. So just continuous education on the same. And then, uh, of course, uh, like what I said, uh, making sure the earnings per hour, because we track mm. that on a daily mm. basis, just making sure the earnings they're making, at least they should be minimum wage uh, level. 200 250 right. up to 500 mm. so i'll just encourage people to tip mm. uh, it's already it's already a feature on the application which brings me to the question we were talking about mm -hmm. the day we met yes. which is how peculiar we are oh, yes. as, as as a nation and as a people because and i i did say i was guilty because <laughs> you know i'll be seated and then at uh, curfew is at eight and suddenly at seven fifteen, i feel like i need to order and I'm not the only one. There are thousand other. That's hundred. the problem. That's the problem. You're not the only one. That's the problem. You can be last minute. How do you deal with this last minute booking? Cafes at eight. People know it. You know. Now I see sort of rest of the same unavailable, unavailable. But how can we help? <laughs> so actually, I can give you an example of yesterday. Um, <laughs> so we were very sad. clear in terms of how many orders we expect from six to seven. We normally have a buffer of about 30, 40 percent, just okay. in case there's a surge. But because the sky started turning grey, right? <laughs> chances of raining, all of a sudden, <laughs> the orders the came. Orders, and they were coming all of them at the same time. <laughs> 
And then the couriers, of course, when they see the rain, of course, they'll be like, oh my God, what do I do? Yes. Yeah, it's raining, etc. And um, what we find usually when it's raining, <laughs> orders come, this, like, you can easily double the number of orders you are expecting. Oh, really? Hour. You know it's going to rain today. Yes. You can like now, now we know. So yes. it's during the rainy season, we now double the number of spots. Right. But okay. now the problem is the riders now decide not to show because they don't want to be raining. Right so what you try to do is to give them the umbrellas. Mm. We also tried to have what we call a rain bonus. Mm. So when you work, when it's raining, you get ah, an additional bonus because right. of the risk you've taken and mm. the, the effort you've taken. Yeah. So we reward that. And yeah, and then also to regulate your behavior, <laughs> what we do, we do what we put what we call a surcharge of fifty shillings. Mm. It's called a rain surcharge, oh, so we can discourage people who do last minute. Last minute. There you have it, everyone. <laughs> when you order late like me, you will pay a surcharge. No, no, the the surcharge is for rain only. Oh, for rain. Yeah, last not minute. for last minute. It's for rain only, and okay. because we also need to pay the riders more money. It's, it's understandable. Yes, yes, that's. But we only. really are last minute. Sunday people. is another day. <laughs> Sunday between 12.30 and 1.30 We all decide At the same time We are placing our orders yes. yes There's something about holidays Weekends yes. and holidays Yes So but The good thing is that It's becoming more and more predictable So now we know When it's a rainy season mm. We should expect this When there's Easter We should expect this mm. And now because now The government had locked down mm. um, like Restaurants, so we can't eat out. Yeah, so we can't eat out. So we, we expected the demand. So oh, we try right. as much as possible to make sure we are ready for that demand. Mm. But sometimes <laughs> we did not expect yesterday to be raining because the previous day was not raining. But yesterday, the short rains are here. Yes. Yesterday, um, when the sky started turning grey, immediately, all of a sudden, you're seeing 1,000 orders at the same time. You're like, okay, guys, what's going on? So, but the good thing is that we are able to optimize um, uh, our operations to mm. do that. So, what we'll find, so for example, it, the system can tell KFC has two orders from mm. where we are right now. Mm. So, there are two customers in the mm. same building. Mm. So, the rider will go and pick two orders as opposed to picking one at a time. Ah, so, we are able to good. do what we call stacking mm. or bundling. Mm. So, we, the system is able to identify people who are in the same building or the same area or the next building mm. within 100 meters. Oh, that's smart. 100 mm. meters. So we turn that on so that at least we are able to make sure the riders that we have on, this, uh, on, the, on the system already are doing more orders yeah, because now there's more demand, you know. So we turn, that one automatically comes on mm. whenever we have high demand and less right. riders. Yeah. So that enables the riders to deliver mm. multiple there. Yeah. Especially right. if the people in the closed buildings and, or the same building. So the right. system is able to tell. Great. Yeah. So now let, let's move to a more personal front. Yes. You started your blog, Confessions of a Career Woman, mm -hmm. that I've read. I enjoyed. I love the light style, <laughs> you know. But tell us, what made you start right. Confessions of a Career Woman? Um, I've gone through hell in my life. Um, I'm separated, for example. I'm separated. I have an autistic mm. child. And I had moments where I was in a hole and I had hit rock bottom. I had moments where I had a super low self-esteem to the point where uh, I was telling you earlier, if you told me I'm beautiful, I would actually get upset with you. Mm. You know, um, actually, I also remember when I was at, uh, I was uh, told I'm becoming the head of marketing for Africa to Alex. Mm. I remember not being happy about it. Mm. Like, why? By me, you know. So I had right. a, 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 a very tough journey in the past. I still... The funny thing is, life keeps on happening. I mm. just, I've just become stronger. The same, right. you go through the same 
drama sometimes. Until you learn your lesson. Yeah, until well, you learn your I lesson. I think we're always just learning, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I, the reason why I said the blog is because I, I believe that um, with my story, I can inspire someone. Um, I don't want people to see me in the media, you know, uh, you know, all over the place, think I have a perfect life. They need to understand the process I went through to get to where I got to. Because especially with the young generation, with this whole thing about instant gratification where you want to become this person now, right. you need to start appreciating that there's a process. Mm -hmm. You know, these there are things that you just need to go through. You can never learn them in school. You can never learn them anywhere. It's right. just life lessons that you have to go through and learn. So for me, I'm hoping to inspire young women mm -hmm. uh, who are about to start their careers. And also people who probably are in the same situation I went through. Right. Just letting them know this light at the end of the tunnel. And you can come out of it. Mm. Uh, and it's possible to come out of it. Right. If someone else has done it, you can also do it. You just need to know need to know how to do it. So I try and share my life lessons, mm. the lessons I derived, or the tactics that I tried to you right. know, employ so that I can you know get over what I uh, was going through. And the the other thing is that I realized that being vulnerable is no longer a weakness. It's mm. a strength. Being anyone who comes out and tells a story, I, by the way, I have mad respect for them right. because I know it's not easy. Because for the longest time, I used to paint this picture that I'm perfect, you know, where people would never know what I'm going through in my house. Mm. You know, I, I, I remember I used sometimes I go for my MBA class, I mm. come back, I come back at the parking lot, I cry for two hours. Then I go back upstairs to my kids because mm. I don't want them to see me crying. Right. I want them to see this perfect mommy. Right. I, I, at, uh, in university, I was, you know, a yes. perfect person. Perfect executive. Yeah. So, yeah, so just being able to tell your story, it's mm. a strength. And we need to encourage more and more people to come out and tell their story. Because there are many people who are going through things and they mm. just need to know mm. that there's someone else. Who's, you're not in this shit alone. Like this, this, every, everyone has a, right. uh, their own, you know, demons they're dealing with. Right. So just knowing that you're not alone, just knowing that this is uh, part of the journey mm. helps a lot. And I, I and I think when I said realizing that is when I, I said also knowing that um, whatever I'm going through, it will come to pass and I'll deal with it. I've, mm. I've done this before and I'll do it again. You know, just knowing that really helps. And I hope that my story will also inspire someone else. You've, you've said many things and I okay. want us to, 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 to unpack. Yes. First of all, you've talked about, you know, why you started your blog, what you wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. You started your blog, mm -hmm. it's almost uh, 2019. 2019. 2019, yes. I remember. Yes. 2019, we're almost three years mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like this is why I started this blog? Yes, I do. And um, the reason why I'll say this is because people write to me personally and uh, they'll right. reach out to me. And I've actually, out of the same blog, I've had a couple of one-on-ones, mm. uh, coffee catch-ups with people who, right. who, for example, they're feeling stuck or mm. they're feeling um, like their career is not going the right way. What do they do, etc. I've, I've had conversations with yeah. people. So mentorship is already taking it's, place it's, yeah, through your blog. Exactly, exactly. Right. So it's given me an opportunity to share more at a more personal level. I've actually mm. met someone, but they reached out to me. And I actually told them my whole story, and we ended up crying together. <laughs> it was, 
right now we are best of friends almost. Okay. Yes, <laughs> no, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, like she shared her story, and then I saw similar part. We saw similar patterns in our stories. Right. That's really encouraged her as well. So yeah. just knowing that there's someone out there super successful and who has made it, made it, yes. and she's gone through the same thing. Right. What's stopping you? Yeah, you'll make it as You'll well. You'll make it as well. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I have seen. Right. Low self-esteem is something I think we all wrestle with sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you talked about in the imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. So you've been praying for the job you knew you wanted, even when you took your marketing job, mm -hmm. you knew you're taking it because you wanted to be a GM. Yes. Actually, I applied for GM, then I got the marketing role. Then you got the marketing role. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then now you're GM. Yes. And you're thinking, will I make it? Tell me how you talk to yourself out of your low self-esteem, like, now I don't deserve it, I don't think I'll do it, to, yes, I can. Yes. So, when you buy a phone, I like using this example, when you buy mm -hmm. a phone, there's some apps that are default mm -hmm. settings. <laughs> yes. So, I think for me, because of what I've been through, there's some things that were kind of like default. Mm -hmm. But the most powerful thing is just being aware mm -hmm. that this is likely to happen and coming right. up with a plan. So I, 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 you have to change your default settings. Mm. You, you know, life, life, when life event happens, they kind of change in you know, one way mm. or another, good or bad. You mm. know, so these default settings have to be changed. You have to download, right. upload them, or yeah. exactly, and it's not easy. or update the software. Exactly, which is why I say mindfulness yes. is really a thing, a practice that helps us update that software. Mm -hmm. So we are removing those thoughts, those thoughts. and. Then with you, when you have a new software, you sort of work better. Yes, exactly. Right. And even if these thoughts come up, mm. you're able to know, oh, I'm not going to let you win. I know what you're trying to do. Just having those, uh, what I call, executive meetings with yourself. Yes, yes I love that. Yeah, yeah, executive meeting meetings. with yourself. Mm. It's super important because um, at the end of the day, whatever happened in the past, mm. once in a while it will come back up. Mm. I still have moments where I feel low. Mm. I still have moments where I feel uh, like... I look back and I'm like, oh my God, why me? Mm. I still have those moments. Mm. But the important thing is just mm. being aware. Okay, it happened and I'm feeling this way, but I will not let this take me down. You know, mm. I'm going to go past this, you know, mm. because I still have, as much as I'm, you know, almost like uh, I've come out of it, mm. you still have moments where you go back to it. But the most important thing is to get out of it. Right. Yeah. I always say uh, life will always beat you down. Mm -hmm. Life, something will always happen that will, you know, take you to the ground. But pick yourself up. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. And I cannot sit here and, and say it's the easiest thing to do. It's right. not. It's hard. Super hard. But you can do it. People are doing it. You can do it as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you get to go, because even in our conversations mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're very self-aware mm -hmm. and you, you, even when you do the self-talking mm -hmm. and your executive meeting with yourself, mm -hmm. You're self-aware. How do we... And, and, and this podcast is really about being in the present moment and being in touch with how you're feeling. And once you recognize that, then you're able to go, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. This is how where I need to get to. And just really being self-aware. Mm. How do you help others become more self-aware? Self it starts by acknowledging you're a human being. Right. And you're not perfect. Just by that, I have strengths and I do have weaknesses. Mm. Most importantly, weaknesses in this case because that's what you need to really deal with. Mm. Yeah. 
So for me, what I've found is that um, how I, I, I am very intentional is like what you were saying, being mindful, is whenever I am in a particular situation, mm -hmm. I don't react immediately. I pause and think. Mm -hmm. Just catching yourself, okay, fine, mm -hmm. why are you reacting this way? Mm -hmm. But the self-awareness journey also starts from looking back all the way to your childhood. You know, there are things that happen uh, in your life, uh, in your childhood, in, that impact who you are today. Right. So, yeah. It starts, like, for example, um, I remember because my dad was super, super strict. I remember going to university and uh, being, uh, like, longing for the sense of belonging. Because right. I really want to belong because at home I used to feel unloved. Mm. So here I am, I'll do anything to belong. So I mm. used to do crazy things, mm. you know. Like, for example, uh, I realized, because I, uh, I was in a school in Nairobi, I realized mm. it was important to be this kind of person. So I right. tried to become this kind of person to fit in. To fit in. Mm. Yeah, so my, my childhood, my upbringing, Modify the way I think. Mm -hmm. So being aware about the, those childhood events, like now mm -hmm. I know sometimes sense of belonging is super important right. for me. Right. So just catching myself, you know, and saying, okay, fine, that's 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 that's, that's what I feel. But mm -hmm. it's whatever is in your head uh, doesn't define you. It's right. how what you do. Right. So whatever is going on in your head is fine. Right. So uh, that's why you have to have executive meetings in meeting yourself in your head. Right. And be honest and with be yourself. And be honest with yourself. Mm. And then what you do is what that defines you. So in your head you're feeling, oh, I need to belong. But mm. at the end of the day, if you're able to change that story in your head, but mm. what you do is different, right. it, it, you're able to do it. Like you're able, you're able to do it in a better way. So, right. so the tactic here is to stop and pause and think. Mm. I like that. Pause. Before you and think. Yeah, pause mm. and think. Don't, don't react immediately. Mm. As much as uh, I was told you're going to become the GM, mm. I knew what was going in my head, but I paused and I thought and I right. rewrote the story and I was able to go back and say, right. I'm ready for the job. Right. I know it's not going to be easy, but I'm ready for it. Yeah. Pause and, and think. think. Pause and That's so important. Mm -hmm. And also, I think what you've alluded to, which is just the importance of realizing mm -hmm. how we are shaped by our family's history. Exactly. And that. That is also something that people sort of almost divorce mm -hmm. from their lives. Mm -hmm. But who you are is very much shaped by your family. Mm -hmm. And then you bring that to the table. So yes. your need for belonging, mm -hmm. your need for acceptance, mm -hmm. being able to recognize all that. Yes. And then also th that, that kind of impacted me in my, my marriage as well when you mm -hmm. think about it. I needed to belong to someone. So as much as things were not working out, mm. I needed to belong and you yeah, stayed I because stayed you needed to, to belong. Yeah, exactly. So whatever happens happened in your earlier life, just being aware mm. that this happened and this is how this is the the, the way it shaped who I am. Right. And then when you're aware about it, mm. uh, you you you'll find that uh, the more you you know that this is something that can impact my behavior, mm. the more you start catching yourself before you do something that right. is. And and uh, I can tell you, whatever goes in your head mm. will always be there. Mm. Yeah, it's, right. yeah, it, it, never goes. it never goes. But it's what you do that defines mm. you at the end of the day. And talk to us about that belonging when yeah. you're talking, because you're saying even in your marriage, that's what kept you, you know, you endured a lot because you wanted to belong. Yes. And I'm sure there are many, there are many listeners who are probably in that space and going through the same. Mm. At what point do you say, okay, this belonging, I want it, but it's not working. I need to let it go. Yes, I think you need to evaluate. Uh, how, uh, sometimes it's important to be selfish. Mm. Uh, in the end, am right. I giving up too much in right. order for me to to 
belong. Mm. So I ask yourself, how does this I benefit me? Mm. Yeah, so that's what I try mm. and do. Okay, as much as I mm. really want to belong, okay, mm. in the end, how do I benefit from this? Right. You know, like staying in this marriage, okay, fine, mm. I'm giving up so much in the mm. process, I'm losing myself, I'm yes. becoming. Uh, you know, a psycho. You know, at right. some point, I feel like I'm becoming a psycho. You know? right. So it's actually harming, doing more harm than mm. good for me. Mm. So why should I do it in the first place? Right. So it's about evaluating. But to be for you to be able to evaluate that, you have to actually do the posing, posing and think and, exactly. and weigh your options and right. take your time. You know, right. you know, sometimes when you're found in that situation, mm. you don't have to make a decision immediately. Just right. tell the person, let mm. me come back to you. You know, right. yeah. So just pose and think. Pause and think yes. and ask yourself the question, yes. am I giving up too much? Giving up too much to, to get, be, to, to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and that's a good question. Mm. I will let that be part of part one okay. because I want us to go to part two, okay. which is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all. In No Head, where we learn to live in the present moment. Thanks for listening. You can also follow me on Instagram, No Head Podcast. Catch you next time, my friend. May you learn to be yourself. Be true to yourself. May you find ways of serving those around you. And may you take time to honor those around you. Bye-bye.